and welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and we are here to find our best selves in the most efficient way possible through better habits, mindset shifts, and all the good little hacks that we can find. And that is what we're working on today with our guest. She is the founder of Sweatland here in Austin, and we're going to talk about everything Sweatland and all that they do, because if I try to list it off, it's not going to be near as good as when she lists it off. So I'm so excited about this because these are things I really want to learn about that can completely optimize our life. So thank you for being here today and welcome Kelly Callion. I said that right, right? Yes, you did. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, you are the founder and CEO of Sweatland. Mm-hmm. You're also a nurse mm-hmm. with a background in nursing and medical device sales. Correct. Correct. Okay, good. You have a really powerful story. And so what I wanted to talk about today was not only what you do at Sweatland mm-hmm. and all the modalities that you have to help our lives, but also your story. Cause when we met, we went into Sweatland and had a great experience. You were so, I was so excited that you were there. You Thank were you. so kind. It's such a cool space. And you shared some of your story and your own healing and what these modalities have done for you. And so I was hoping that you would share some of your own personal sure. story. Um, I mean, I started my career as an ICU nurse. I've always had a sincere passion for all things, science, technology, anything to do with promoting like longevity and just overall personal health. Mm -hmm. Um, And coming from like the true medical world, some of that stuff is just really set in stone. It's textbook information. It's stuff that's been just repeatedly taught year after year after year. It's not like growth minded. Yeah. It's it's just kind of like curriculum based. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of um, opportunities for some of the more natural things to come into the conversation. Oh, totally. And so when I myself had to have a major surgery, I was very well, very well versed on, you know, what surgical outcomes could be, but I also wanted to kind of take things into my own hands and say like, what can I personally do to ensure that I get the best possible results outside of the fact that I'm going to an amazing surgeon. Mm-hmm. And so I started researching very specific things that I could do myself, and that's how I came across infrared therapy and specifically red light therapy and did a bunch of research. I mean, all of us can kind of just go to the NIH website and start looking at clinical journals. And one of the things that I found, and this was back in like 2009, was that, you know, NASA was using red light therapy and infrared to actually grow like plants and food in space. And so I kind of learned the theory (laughs) behind all of that and thought, well, okay, if those things now are being applied to human tissue, Um, then let's try that. So I bought my first red light from some like random company in Asia and had it sent over and utilized that um, pretty much on a daily basis for a couple of months. Because it was your hip. It was my hip. Can we talk about that a little bit? So I had something called congenital hip dysplasia, Mm -hmm. where um, essentially your pelvis is supposed to kind of create like a 90 degree um, sorry, not a 180 degree curve over the head of your femur. And mine I can picture didn't that. grow all the way to that 180 degree mark. And I was short on length there. And my femur was also externally rotated. So I was just kind of like hanging on by some like ligaments without the full coverage of the head of my femur. I had the option to get a hip, hip replacement. Were you in a lot of pain? I was in excruciating pain. Like for, for your years or years, years, but I was 
of the mindset at that time that I was like, oh, I'm tough. I'm young. Like, I'm not getting a hip replacement. This is crazy. Like, I'm young. That's like an old old lady thing to do. Like, (laughs) no way. And so I ended up finding a physician here in the US, one of only two at the time that performed this other operation called a periacetabular osteotomy, which was basically where they broke my pelvis, rotated my pelvis out, left gaps in between the bone of that kind of crest there, and then pinned it all together and then basically waited for the bone to fill in. So then I had like that full coverage of the head of my femur. That was great. I utilized this therapy. How long did that take? Like how long was was your healing? I was non-weight-bearing for 12 weeks. Couldn't even put a toe on the ground. I didn't walk for 12 weeks. Then once I did start walking, I went to intensive physical therapy. And I've always been strong and muscular and had like a healthy physique in that way. And Mm -hmm. so I did heal very well. And I think the use of the red light and the infrared, near-infrared was absolutely, um, you know, changing in in terms of my overall healing experience. And they couldn't even believe how well I was doing. It's so weird to me that red light is not, it's not like shining right on your bones. No, it's not, (laughs) but it's actually penetrating the tissue Mm -hmm. and it's penetrating your body on a cellular level. And we can get into the science about that because it is kind of important for people to understand why it works. Um, But essentially then what happened um, I was kind of back to work, back to my normal everyday stuff. And I started just feeling like pain in that joint, like deep in the joint. Um, physically I looked great. I mean, the healing actually looked beautiful. So you could like see a difference even oh, just like looking at it. Well, I felt better initially, but mm-hmm. what I did was, um, because of the way that that my femur was externally rotated and now I had this perfect coverage over the top, this head of my femur snapped oh as a consequence. So then I ultimately did have to have the old lady hip replacement. Yeah. Which now looking back, had I known it was just that easy and I was, would have been walking 24 hours later. Yeah. I wish I would have just done that from the beginning, but I couldn't wrap my head around having like an old lady hip replacement. Right. I know we get it in our head like a hip replacement. I do that when you're 75. Exactly. Um, but actually it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. So in reverse, I would have cut out the first surgery and I would just would have done that. However, I learned a lot through my experience and it brought me to where I am today because I discovered infrared therapy, red light mm-hmm. therapy, and I absolutely can see a difference. If I were to show you my scar, I mean, I have a probably 16 inch scar from the original surgery on my hip and it literally looks like a faint, fine, little tiny line because I use that red light therapy and infrared every day for a couple of months. Wow. When I did the hip replacement, I just kind of was at a different phase of my life and I just didn't get it out and I didn't really use it. And the scars look completely different. Whoa. Completely different. I didn't know it could completely change scars. Yes. Can it change scars that are already established, like older scars or is it mostly healing scars? It can, but it's more effective when you use it early on. Yeah. So, um, because I have huge scars from the clinical data shows that if you use it early on, that you can actually like help heal tissue, like end to end, um, like anywhere between like 150 and 166% faster. Wow. Yep. Were you were you yourself? I'm sure were astonished. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm sure you were just mind sure. blown. And then did you just dive in more? And so <laughs> yeah. So I then ended up having a third surgery. Um, not not related to my hip, more related to like some breast tissue that I had that was 
not good and Mm -hmm. needed to come out. So at the end, I ultimately ended up like removing bad tissue and getting a lift at the same time after I had my son. And after that, I also needed to heal. And I was very, very swollen from all of that. Mm -hmm. So I started using infrared again. And long and short, I was going into what I call like the cabana style where you walk in and you sit in the box. Mm -hmm. And I knew the benefits. I knew how important it was. I knew that it was essential for my recovery, but I just didn't enjoy that experience. I was Mm -hmm. kind of uncomfortable sitting on a wooden wooden bench. It wasn't really getting that hot for me. And I was just thinking like, oh, when it's going to be over, I know it's great. And then I stumbled upon the beds that I have. Yeah. And I found those and I did those and I was like, hallelujah, where has this been all my life? This is like the answer to everything for me. So found those, had the idea of starting a business around it because I always kind of had the passion to do my own thing after my life in medical device. Mm -hmm. And I was just fortunate that I had a supportive husband and I went to him one day and said like, hey, this is what I want to do. And he, of course, is super formal. And he's like, write me a business proposal. (laughs) I did. He didn't acknowledge it for like a week, sat it on his desk. And then one day at dinner, he was like, so I read that. And I was like, Anne, what do you think? Can I curse? Oh, yeah. He was like, you're going to fucking do this. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And so here we are. Wow. Let me back up one sec too. You had a baby. Yes. And so what did you notice in your hips then? Did you use any of this these therapies you then? You know what? I, I actually didn't at the time. It wasn't really top of mind at that point in time. I did ultimately have a C-section, but I healed well. I did think I used the red light with the near-infrared a few times, but I wasn't on any sort of like regimented protocol. Did you have to um, have a C-section because of your hips? And, yes, and I did. Yeah. Pelvis and stuff? I had to have a C-section. Well, they had already planned to do a C-section for me, but I mm-hmm. ended up delivering early because my I ended up having um, like some very, very end of term, like super high blood pressure that came out of nowhere. Just some of those pregnancy yeah. things. And so they were like, uh, you're having the baby today. <laughs> we were not prepared. <laughs> my bag was not packed. Oh my my husband was like dressed in a full suit on the way to court. And we just went in for like a quick checkup. Hadn't even walked the dog because the appointment oh was at like seven in the morning. We're like, we'll just be right back. And they were like, oh, you're going to need to go to the hospital right now. We'll meet you there. And we were like, wait, what? Oh, babies love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's six now, right? He's six. He's yeah. six. Okay. Well, okay. So getting back into your opening the business. So yeah. now you're diving in. And uh, thank you. For, you wrote some things out today too, which I wanted to talk about because not only do you have a powerful story, but now you you know, are into circulation and detox and and anti-aging and all the rest of it. So I want to talk some about the science of this because I don't know anything. I feel like I get confused by all of this and I bet a lot of other people do too. Like when you're like, you can go to read medical journals. I'm like, uh. (laughs) My whole idea is, you know, one of the, I think benefits for me is coming from the medical device background. Like I had to be able to take really complex um, medical information and break it down and make it simple. I love so that. not even just in my discussions with my physicians and my mm-hmm. surgeons, but also in the patients that I cared for. Um, we were dealing with highly technical things and it was important to make sure that everybody could understand how those highly technical things worked and how they would benefit their bodies. And so that is really my approach when I think of Sweatland. I don't want Sweatland to ever be perceived as just like a business where we just 
take people's money and they do something and they leave. Like I always try to make it an experience for people and I try to make it more of a consultative experience. Like I talk to people about like, what are you looking to get out of this? Like, are you here because you're healing from anything in particular? Are you doing this for weight loss? Are you doing this for detoxification? Are you doing this for your skin, for your heart health? Like depression, anxiety, like what are you looking to achieve? And a lot of times people don't know. And so in kind of explaining how it works and what it does. Usually people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that it would help with all of those other things besides just me doing this because I heard it was good for me. Yeah. The list is really long and it is on y'all's website too. I want to just turn people there in case they need, you know, to read along with this or something, but there's a really good guide about the LED, which stands for light emitting diode, which I learned today. (laughs) And it's the same as chromotherapy. And so the guide for that is like massive. All yeah, different and, things. And honestly, we just tried to fit that to one page. And so each <laughs> color specifically has about a sentence or two that talk, that talk about just the basic benefits. But I mean, there are books and there are publications. I think the last time I looked, it was something like 22 different clinical studies on just the benefits of red or 22,000 wow. studies on just the benefits of red light therapy itself. Um, what? So this yeah. is literally like the tip Tip, tip tip of the iceberg. Correct. The very tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but, and I always tell people when they come in, you know, they see the color chart and they're like, oh my gosh, what color should I pick? And I'm like, and I always say like, when in doubt, go red. But okay. I'll ask them like, well, what, what, how are you feeling today? Like, what's, what's your goal? And sometimes people are like, oh, I just want to chill out or, oh, I'm sore after working out or, you know, I haven't been sleeping well. And so like, we'll we'll customize kind of their color therapy in mm-hmm. addition to the infrared experience. And we'll choose a color that kind of fits whatever their need is that particular day. doesn't mean they need to choose that color every time they come in, but I'll have a lot of people on Mondays. They like to do green. We always say go green or purple and green is like a very harmonious, like relaxing color. And it's a lot of times I think what people really want after like a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise people after, you know, the fun city of Austin party, <laughs> they like to go purple on Mondays because they like to like really do the deep detox and purple Looking helps to oh, cool. helps to support detoxification yeah. and cleansing of the lymphatic system. Okay, so you do that in addition to the infrared. Correct. So let's talk about infrared. Yeah, for a so they're different. So if you think of just the spectrum of light, and you probably learned this in you know middle school science, mm-hmm. um, you have the spectrum of light, and that includes ultraviolet rays, gamma waves, beta waves, microwaves, um, the visible spectrum of light that our eyes can see, which is actually just a tiny sliver if you were to pull it out and stretch it out. Those are the different colors that we're talking about when we talk about chromotherapy. The Trippy. On the end of that you get into the infrared wavelengths of light and those are invisible to the naked eye. Those are um, broken down by near, mid and far. And technically all of these wavelengths are just the size of the wavelength and a numerical value. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I think I've got it. (laughs) So, um, and then, uh, and how they're studied are based upon those numerical values. So when they say that, uh, 680 red does X, Y, Z, which is different than 800, um, in terms of the wavelength of light, like all of these values have been studied within numerical ranges. Yeah. And then that's where the data shows that they have specific benefits. Sound waves are kind of similar, yes, right? You know, exactly. it's all about these waves and the sizes of the waves. And exactly. What they can do. Um, 
which is just weird to think about, right? right? Like it's all these energetic yeah. waves. The other thing that's actually really cool, if you look at the spectrum of light and just where the numbers fall and the mm-hmm. light that our eyes can see are kind of in the middle, you'll see kind of all the things that are not so good for your body on one side. And then on the opposing side are actually the ones that are beneficial to your body. Wow. So it's almost like there's a counterbalance if mm-hmm. you look at it on the actual spectrum. What are the things that are bad? Like ultraviolet light, gamma rays, oh, okay. microwaves, like mm-hmm. those sorts of things. They're on the opposite end. Okay. And so you're you're even going heavy on the good. Yes. To that that helps counteract or even outweigh, I Correct. guess. Um okay, cool. I yeah. love that. So um it looks like near, mid, and far are doing different things for different Correct. things. So let's talk about those a little bit. For sure. So, so yeah. first let me back up and explain kind of how it works. So mm. these wavelengths mm-hmm. of light actually penetrate your body. So near penetrates your body kind of like closest to the skin. And then um, mid kind of penetrates your body a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And then far penetrates your body on the deepest level. So we are pen- Makes sense. We are penetrating cells at different levels in your body. Okay. So um, the near infrared light tends to really be beneficial for skin. Mm-hmm. I've done plenty and, to my skin with and that. And wound healing. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then the deeper you go, the more it penetrates your body and helps with more of like the cellular um, function, the detoxification, the actual like vessels in your body, lowering blood pressure, um, and you're, like st- basically stimulating a healthy endothelial layer within your blood vessels. Why? Why does it do that? Because it, it um, penetrates the cell and it's tells the mitochondria to help to produce more ATP. So your body all day runs on ATP. And ATP is the precursor to all cellular energy. So what we're doing is we're basically, infrared is stimulating and producing more ATP within the cells. What does ATP stand for? Do you know? Yes. I don't (laughs) don't want to pronounce it wrong, but it is adenine triphosphate. Adenine triphosphate. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. That's, you know what? You you seem like you have quite a glossary in your head. So I'm I'm impressed. Adenosine. Adenosine triphosphate. Adenosine. Adenosine Adenosine triphosphate. triphosphate. (laughs) We need a ADP. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Oh no, this is so cool. Um, I just, I guess like, I feel like there's so many words thrown thrown around with like sauna and red light therapy and all mm-hmm. that that I just I, maybe I haven't taken the time to understand it, but I Most feel people like haven't. No, I don't think we do, and that's why I'm, I'm I was really excited to do this with yeah. you to just to gain a better understanding. And you know, I have friends that will use it just um, in their home. I have some friends that have like a small one, just mm-hmm. a red light, and I've wanted to get one. And so it's beneficial, like on any scale, right? Like yes. even if you hear this and don't have, don't live in Austin mm-hmm. or don't have a place to go, yeah. somebody can use a smaller one, right? For yeah, for sure. There are companies that make them for mm-hmm. home and personal use, and you can't go wrong. Red light is red light. It's always going to be beneficial. There are people that use it for um, pain. It's very effective and really pain. oh yes i think you might have talked to justin about that yeah it's very we effective in. for pain mm-hmm. um skin healing um it's great for anti-aging so it helps to repair 
um, like layers of skin by promoting the um, building of collagen and mm-hmm. elastin. It helps with pigmentation issues, overall skin rejuvenation, tightening of your skin. It really, I mean, it's it really is kind of like a miracle cure for so many different things. I mean, is there anything it doesn't do? I feel like we're listing pretty much like everything you can think I know. of. It, it kind of does just about everything. Yeah. Are you ready to up-level your pleasure practice? I have in mind, and one of the tools that I've used is from Wands. That's W-A-A-N-D-S. One of my favorite items that they have is the Cervix Wand. It is their number one best-selling glass pleasure wand for vaginal and anal de-armoring. That means more sensation. That means more getting in touch with your body. It's designed for cervical and G-spot stimulation, and it has helped thousands of women become more connected to themselves and their own pleasure while supporting them to heal pelvic pain through self-yoni massage. So if you are curious about getting more in touch with yourself, then I have an offer for you. You can get a discount using my code, Amy Edwards, but if you use the link in the show notes, you can get 20% off from Wands. They have so many other beautiful items to choose from with a large selection of 100% pure crystal pleasure wands. They create the most gorgeous, luxurious products that encourage you to honor your body, celebrate your sexuality, and live in pleasure which is a big part of what we're about on this show. And yes, I use one myself. So go today to wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, and use the code Amy Edwards for 10% off or use my link in the show notes for 20% off of your purchase from Wands. Again, my favorite is the cervix wand. It is trademarked and it is amazing take it from me. Check it all out and the reviews on wands.com. That's W-A-A-N-D-S.com and use my link in the show notes for 20% off. I feel like I hear that about oxygen too, you know, like oxygen. Have you ever combined this with any sort of, you know, hyperbaric or? We do not have a hyperbaric. It's something that I would certainly love to um, introduce when we have another space and we have more kind of square footage where we can bring on other modalities. Yeah. That's absolutely something that I would love to do. Have you ever read any studies or tried it yourself, like combining them? Yeah. Uh, I don't know that they've ever done hyperbaric and utilize red light in the same time, but I don't see why you can't do like one and then the other. Yeah, for sure. Like as a combo therapy, but uh-huh. I don't know that they've ever put a red light in a hyperbaric. What if they did? They why said, haven't they tried? I don't know. <laughs> you might be, able, might be onto something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm all about efficiency. Yes. <laughs> so no, I'm me like, too. how can we even heal faster? And that's what brought me to, you know, the lay down saunas that I have. I, mm-hmm. I know I showed you the interesting thing about those is um, unlike the traditional box sauna that you go yeah. in from yeah, yeah. an infrared, which I know you and Justin did, that delivers full spectrum. So in that, you're getting a combination of near, mid, and far in a variety of different patterns of wavelengths. So you can actually select in that sauna, I want a detox program. Okay. That detox program is going to deliver a certain sequence of near, mid, and far wavelengths of light, depending upon the published clinical study that shows that it's done that in X number of minutes. So like 37 minutes, it's going to deliver so much near, so much mid, so much far. There's one for relaxation. There's one for heart health. I love and that. all of those are pre-programmed to deliver specific sequences in a specific amount of time. 
at a specific temperature. Now, the beds that I have are really, truly unique. They are far infrared only, so they are going deep. They are penetrating your body on the deepest cellular level. They are promoting a very intense sweat while deeply detoxifying you. They are putting the most cardiovascular demand on your body. So you will walk out feeling like you got a cardiovascular workout while you're laying on your back. Damn. But the cool thing there is it pulls up just to your shoulder level. Mm-hmm. So your head remains out. So you're breathing cool room temperature air while your body is intensely warming up, mm-hmm. raising your body about three um, degrees, mm-hmm. um, which is essentially like what your body naturally does when you're sick, when your body has a fever. Your body's natural response to fight off illness is to produce a fever. Yeah. And that's your body's way of saying like, let's kill anything that's around here that's not doing, that's not you know, beneficial. Let's heat up. Let's heat this stuff up and get it out of here. And so that's essentially what this does. It raises your core temperature by three degrees and stimulating a host of unique benefits. But going back to like, Hmm. let's be efficient. When I would lay there, I would think, okay, the beauty here is that my head's out. Mm -hmm. So what could I be doing for my face? So that's when I decided to put the actual lead facials on to be able to then further like do light therapy treatments to my face. Oh yeah, for sure. Again, I don't want to waste that time. Yeah, (laughs) Precious 30 minutes. Let's do it all. Let's get a facial and treat your body Mm -hmm. at the same time. I know. Well, so I guess, um, I was a little confused like about the sweat part of it, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, so what is the benefit of the sweat part? I guess you are just going to sweat when you're doing this light therapy. So the infrared- I'm sorry if that's a dumb question. No, I get not confused. at all. It, no, it's an important question because the the studies show that you actually don't need a high temperature mm-hmm. to get the benefit of the infrared. The infrared is going to penetrate your body. A okay. consequence of the infrared determined, uh, determined by the heat level that you choose on the beds will then basically- um, determine how much you sweat. Okay. 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 So the, the infrared is, is its own benefit. Mm-hmm. Raising of your core temperature is just going to produce more and more sweat. The hotter it gets, the more sweat you're going to produce, thereby eliminating more toxins. Okay. So if, that's why people are getting in saunas, just correct. saunas. Yes. Yeah. So I think I kind of So do. like if you go to the sauna at the gym and it's not an infrared sauna, mm-hmm. that's just heating the air around you, producing your body to sweat. That's great, but it's actually not penetrating your cells. It's not producing change at the cellular level. It's not increasing ATP. It's just making you sweat. It's just making you sweat. So we can can do just that, but on a much more effective and efficient way. Oh, yeah. Producing a lot of other health benefits just besides sweating. I mean, sweating has been shown to help your body detox from heavy metals. Mm -hmm. Um, There are different clinical studies out there that show that in sweat and in urine, um, like what metals actually are eliminated. Um, So I have people that come in all the time that have been going to like naturopathic physicians and they have been found to have like mercury toxicity or heavy metal toxicity. And they'll say, oh, my doctor sent me in here and they gave me a regimen that I need to do this three times a week for the next 12 weeks. Damn. Well, you have that on here um, about how how many sessions and what benefits you get when you're doing a certain amount. So like, you know, it says, this is only the beginning, unlocking your potential. The real magic has begun at nine to 16. And then you're creating a new ritual. I love that. Um, I haven't ever, you know, devoted myself to it and done it. And I really am so curious to see what could happen. Oh, for sure. I mean, I feel 
um, before I started the business, I was using just kind of a sauna blanket at home during COVID and I was feeling great. And so you were just sweating it out. I was just sweating it out at home. Mm -hmm. But honestly, because I have sweat land, I feel like I've aged in reverse in the past couple of years. I honestly feel the benefits and I also feel different when I don't do it. And it's interesting. It's almost becomes like this runner's high or like that kind of like workout endorphin thing that's stimulated in your body. When I don't do it, I feel almost like this weird, like bad for my body. Like, oh God, I haven't taken care of myself. Like I know how good I feel when I do it. And I mean, it's obvious if you, if you're in sweatland and you see people for their first time walked out, they're always like, wow, I feel great. I didn't expect to like feel like this. And they feel a little like, whew at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then they, they say that they feel like energized afterwards. Yeah. So it's almost like it depletes you very, very quickly initially, but then like very quickly you feel this like burst of energy. Is there any dopamine or anything associated with it? I'm sure there is. I don't know the clinical science on that, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure that if I looked into it, I could find out more information about that. Yeah. I was going to ask if you were like I mean, addicted. I, I, well, I definitely am addicted. Um, but I know that there are clinical studies to show that um, it helps with depressive disorders. So just if I were to look into and dive deeper into that, I'm sure there would be information about dopamine in there. I feel like I've heard that, you know, yeah. a lot about light therapy and yeah. depression. And of course, yeah. there's a seasonal affectation disorder where oh, people, for sure. you know, don't have access to light and they get depressed. For sure. It's like a fact. Yes. So, um, and then, you know, you mentioned... UV rays. I feel like there's been a lot about UV rays lately that I've seen trending, you know, where they're talking about getting sun in the right way Mm -hmm. and how important that is and how wearing sunscreen can be bad. Have you noticed this? I have read that. Yeah. It's interesting. Can you speak to that at all? So, um, infrared wavelengths of light do come from the sun. So we are getting those beneficial wavelengths of light from the sun, but at the same time, we're getting the the non-beneficial wavelengths of light from ultraviolet light. Mm -hmm. And I have read information that talks about how sunscreen can actually, um, maybe inhibit your body's ability to, um, tolerate ultraviolet light. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like when you use the sunscreen, you're, you're, um, inhibiting your body's ability to naturally kind of process that. And yeah, so there is some debate right now that is kind of newer information about whether or not sunscreen is really kind of the end all be all because I mean, we know that it certainly helps to, um, you know, prevent skin cancers, but we're not sure if it's actually maybe harming our body's natural ability to prevent some of those things. That's so interesting. And maybe even if you are harming, maybe by doing something like this, you know, you, it's so much of it that you yeah. can actually start to change that or yeah. at least absorb the far ones. Yes. You so know, that's what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. our, none of our, um, devices have any ultraviolet light in them at all. Okay. It's all only in doing, are there any that do? No, I guess tanning beds or tanning something beds, like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which, you know, when you say bed and stuff, my mind does kind of go to that. Cause I, I did tanning beds like back in the day, you know, yeah. but I'm that age. It's funny because I went and tried, um, a new kind of like red light booth not too long ago at a place and they were bulbs, like big, long, okay. like bulbs that look like a tanning bed. And I was standing in there and I was like, I don't feel safe. I'm not I comfortable. don't feel safe. Like <laughs> these are tanning bed bulbs. Like these have to have UV in them. And 
I don't know, because the infrared heaters in our saunas are just built completely differently. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, I just, I don't know, I couldn't get past the fact that they were bulbs. Yeah. Because what are they otherwise? They're, they're small, right? Yeah, they're, like they're little actually tiny. these, um, it's very difficult to explain. I wish I had a picture of something that I could show you, but they're basically these panels of essentially mm-hmm. just kind of like wires that are built into these panels that kind of look like a circuit, essentially. Okay. Like, um, and they're flexible and they're actually just built oops, into okay. the walls mm-hmm. of the, um, of the, of the cabanas that we have. And then they're built into the domes of the beds that we have. Yeah. I feel like I've seen those and no, it's nothing like a bulb. No, not, there's nothing. There's nothing visible coming out of it. Okay. Wow. That's so wild. Yeah. Uh, do you use this for your son? Does he use it at it's all? It's fascinating that you asked me that because um, I do. I have been using it for him. And a few months back, he had this really gnarly, like thick, goopy cold. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was kind of like, it hit him on like a Thursday. Friday, I actually felt slightly irresponsible sending him to school because I was like, ew, maybe there's something coming on. And when he came home, I was like, oh gosh, I feel bad. Like you are certainly not feeling well. And so I have one of the beds at home. Yeah. So I put him in the bed and I just put on level five, which is actually just like infrared, but not a lot of extra heat. Um, they do say that any kind of, anytime you put a child in one, you should put them at a low level and do no more than 15 minutes. I felt comfortable doing much more than 15 minutes with him on a level five, put him in and had like his head propped up on some pillows and put a movie on and put him in there for like an hour and a half. Just, I mean, he wasn't even really, he was like warm. Yeah. Probably felt like a heating blanket kind of thing. But, um, he, I did it for probably two days in a row. And by Monday he was like totally fine, ready to go to school. Wow. But I mean, I thought we were like that. I remember that Friday night going to dinner with my husband. I was like, gosh, we might need to go to the children's like uh minute clinic kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is gnarly. And it's better. And it was better. Can you talk a little bit about what you've noticed with hormones? Yes. Well, I kind of am doing something outside of infrared therapy when it comes to hormones. So after having my son, my body was just out of whack. Like as it just, it, as it does, it just mm-hmm. never really like snapped back and mm-hmm. recovered from just like the onslaught of stuff that I went through when I was pregnant. And it seemed like it was just taking me forever. And I had some kind of gnarly medical things that happened that led me to, um, see a doctor. I did a procedure called Novisher, okay, which was life changing. What is that? Um, it is an endometrial ablation. So I was oh, having yeah. a ton of bleeding issues. Um, so much that my iron was critically low. I was getting calls from the lab saying like, emergency, emergency, your iron is like emergently low. And I worked in medicine for a long time. I never knew that a lab have called a patient with like an emergency blood level. It was always like the doctor called you and said, Mm -hmm. emergency, your, your level. I mean, I was getting these recordings on my phone being like, emergency, emergency, your level is critical. Your level is critical. Please call your practitioner. Oh my God. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was feeling so sick and I was having crazy heart palpitations. I mean, I was just at the point where I was like, oh, this is just getting old. This is just what it's like to be like a tired mom. And I went to um, this doctor and he was like, you should not be feeling this way. This is not normal. Like, let's get you tuned up basically. And so Mm -hmm. I did the Novisher procedure. And so I don't bleed anymore. So there's no more periods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically eliminated all of that. Um, and then he did a, 
you know, a very thorough profile of my hormones and realized that I was very deficient in, in, um, testosterone, um, in addition to some estrogen and progesterone and went over all the different benefits of women taking testosterone Mm -hmm. and, um, how really kind of after our mid thirties, our testosterone in both women and men and start to very, very quickly deplete. And there are so many benefits that are really not well publicized and not well explained, um, to replacing those hormones. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing something called bioidentical hormone replacement where I go about every 16 weeks and they make a little puncture and they kind of basically put these little pellets in Mm -hmm. and monitor my blood levels. And I swear it like snapped back like pretty much immediately. Well, you're combining that too with all of this, which, um, that's why I was wondering about, you know, if, if this was something that could help with testosterone and hormones. Well, it's interesting because there is a study, um, that shows that red light therapy, Mm -hmm. um, focused on men's genitals actually increases testosterone levels by a very significant (laughs) degree. (laughs) Okay. Dudes take note. (laughs) Men, you're trying to get your ladies pregnant, put some red light on your... (laughs) Shine a light on it. Shine a light down there. Literally. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have another friend who just like puts it on at night and leaves it on in his room. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. We were all staying somewhere not long ago and I saw it shining from under the door in his room. And so, and he's the picture of health. So, yeah. yeah, So that's so interesting. And maybe for women too, maybe... If we shine it there, you know, we're going to experience some of those benefits. Um, I don't know specifically of clinical studies that haven't looked, Yeah, um, but I can't see how it would not be beneficial. There's a whole movement right now too of sunning your genitals. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about that? I have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that different, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, well, good. Like, well, good. I'm glad you got that stuff worked out too. Yeah. And so I guess there's a lesson in this too, to pay attention to how you're feeling and address those things in other ways For as sure. well in combination. Absolutely. And that's one of the things, like I'm such an open book when I have clients come in and we'll start talking about things. Like mm-hmm. I love to talk to people about like, what are you doing to support your health? What are you doing to prevent? you know, illness and aging and all of those things. And we often get into these conversations and I tell people about this and I've sent, I can't even tell you countless people to my doctor who have come back and are like, Oh my God, Kelly, thank you so much. That was like one of the best recommendations that I've ever, you know, taken and done for myself. So it really, really can be life-changing. It's been so common right now too. I feel like I have so many friends. My sister did it. And then I have so many other friends that are like, I'm like bleeding profusely. And I don't, I just, I feel like we're, there's probably some root cause in all the stuff that we're dealing with in our day and age. And, you know, we're, women are, intensely affected by it. And so, or maybe women in generations past were, I don't know, you know, and they weren't talking about it or they didn't have this ablation. They were just dealing with it, which sounds awful. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I feel like there's something going on that. And men can do the bio T, um, hormone replacement as well. So the doctor that I see, he's a women's 
you know, health physician, OBGYN. Um, and he will actually treat the men of his female patients. And my husband now does it as well. Wow. Um, because his testosterone was a little bit on the low side and his whole thing when he like quote unquote sells it to the men is he was like, this is not just about like raising your testosterone because you want to be like strong and muscular and feel manly and all of those things. But it actually prevents cardiovascular disease and has been shown to prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. So it's important, like from a whole health profile, it's not just like from a hormonal profile, those hormones are key in preventing those other very important um, things that are age-related diseases. Yeah. Oh, wow. Were you a little surprised that just the red light therapy wasn't taking, or I'm sorry, the infrared therapy wasn't taking care of this and that you had to do something else or? Honestly, I started this like kind of right around the same time. Okay. Okay. So, um, it's hard to say like which one had more of an impact than the other, but I've always kind of done them both together. Oh, that's interesting. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I certainly feel when I don't do the infrared therapy, mm-hmm. um, I feel that I am missing it. Yeah. I feel like sluggish or I feel a little run down or mm-hmm. I feel just a little like, you know, brain foggy or whatever. Like I notice when I don't do it. Yeah. And you mentioned weight loss and, mm-hmm. and metabolism on here too, yeah. which is super interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did there that. are clinical studies to show that in the far infrared beds, 30 minutes, you can burn up to 600 calories. Oh God, sign me up, please. <laughs> I, I, I'm already like completely talked into it. I need to do it. I mean, I wish I could say that I was better about what I put in my body Ugh, from a like health and eating standpoint <laughs> that I am not, I do not take any credit for being a healthy eater. Um, but I certainly think that because of the way that I treat my body outside of food, um, I can maybe get away with it. Yeah. You're counterbalancing (laughs) that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot of it depends on that. I mean, if we want to enjoy ourselves in certain ways, are you taking care of yourself in all the other ways to at least build those habits of, of health where you're doing the things that you need to do? Yes. I'm the same way. A girlfriend this weekend and she was like, my husband's been paleo for 20 years and we don't need anything with gluten or or grains or anything in our house. And I was like, oh boy, if you knew how many times we go to like P. Terry's during the week, I'm like <laughs> embarrassed. I'm like, but it is hormone free. It is and organic. Go. I mean, you know, those little choices add up. You're at least going there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I think we covered a lot on the clinical studies too, but, um, we talked about depression, but cortisol levels we didn't touch on. And so, I think that that's really important right now because I've been hearing a lot about, I feel like I'm, maybe I'm just, you know, in this world of listening to all these things, but the cortisol levels, especially in women and affected by our phones and our habits and all that. So the fact that this can help reduce stress and cortisol is huge. Yes, for sure. Well, it helps to increase cortisol. So one of the problems, increase. (laughs) So one of the problems, so I actually, before I had my son, when I was still living in New York, um, I went to a functional medicine OBGYN and she was like, you have like severe chronic fatigue syndrome and my cortisol levels were like negligible. And so she put me on this like very intensive regimen of drops and vitamins and all sorts of things that I had to take over probably about maybe around a three month period. Mm -hmm. And it made a huge impact. And she was like, don't even try to get pregnant until you fix this. Like your body is not going to 
like be able to maintain a pregnancy until you fix this. And so I do know that there are clinical studies to show how infrared helps to benefit and maintain healthy cortisol levels. You sound like quite tuned into your health, obviously. Uh, but I'm wondering like what your other daily practices are. Like maybe you're not, you know, as, you know, diligent on your diet, but you sound like, you know, you're taking supplements and doing these other things. And I'm just curious what your regular practices are. Um, honestly, I, I'm not like super regimented on things. I do take, um, like a daily multivitamin vitamin. I take an ADKE vitamin. I take, um, like a synthroid, synthroid derivative for, um, just like my, um, for your thyroid thyroid. yeah like armor um it's actually called tyrosint oh okay i haven't heard of that so i take that that seems to work well for me um and then i also take what's called the dim supplement d-i-m and that's supposed to help i know that metabolize your hormones yes um i think i've gone through phases where I've taken that yep. and I know it's been recommended when I was out at like alive and well or something yep. like that. So, so, um, I take that. And then as far as for me exercise, I've realized that what works best for me are doing things that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to play tennis and I really enjoy yoga. And with all the stuff with my hip, if I ever, um, feel like tight or sore, or I have like nerve damage from my surgery here. Oh, I bet. The infrared and the red light immediately helps with that. I mean, immediately helps with that. But just for me doing yoga and staying just kind of like loose in my mm-hmm. body, um, those are the two things that like really work for me from a fitness level. Nice. Do you have any regular mental practices too, or spiritual? Not really. I think that those kind of come along with my yoga practice, but I probably could benefit from some sort of like day-to-day meditation or something because I do have a challenge with like quieting my mind. Um, but it usually comes in the form of me like laying in the sauna. I was just about to ask. I was like, I mean, you're, you're, you're laying in that bed. When you're laying in the sauna, um, you know, you, you're just kind of laying there. And it's kind of my 30 minutes to just not do anything. I try not to touch my phone. I can't say I'm always um, good about that. That's okay. But I try. Yeah. It's just a matter of trying for <laughs> yeah. me every day. I'm like, I'll just try again today. Yes. <laughs> cause, yes. cause the getting up in the morning, looking at my phone, all that I'm, I'm guilty, you know, yeah. of all of it. And I'm just, I'm, I'm constantly studying these practices that can help us be better, but I, I'm just like everybody else. I'm just working yeah. at it, you know, and yeah. just trying to figure out like, how much can I do and how much grace can I give myself? Because I think that that's so much healthier too, when you're yeah. like not beating yourself up about not doing it. For sure. So, and then what differences have you noticed in your sleep from this too? Oh my God. Night Let's talk about sleep. Day. Cause I'm a, I'm a sleep freak. Night and day. So <laughs> no pun was, intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Correct. Um, that is certainly one of the the challenges, like that was one of the main things when I did um, speak to my doctor, besides all of the bleeding stuff that I was going through, I'm like, I cannot sleep. I would not be able to sleep for more than two hours at a time. I would wake up. (gasps) I would wake up in the middle of the night and have such a difficult time falling asleep. And my doctor was okay. Like we've got to fix this. Like poor sleep is such a precursor to so many different health problems down the line. And so we've got to get the sleep thing under control. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. So it was the, the hormones. So I take pro, uh, progesterone every night before bed in a capsule form. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has made a huge improvement in my sleep. I've tried like 
5-HGP. I have tried um, melatonin. They generally don't really work well for me. Um, but the progesterone in combination with the hormone replacement has really been the key thing that's helped me. Well, and this, yes, I'm sure, like, I yeah. don't know where it was listed with the colors. Yeah. So but... um, infrared itself does help to regulate your circadian rhythm. Oh, yeah. So um, green light is very harmonious and sleep inducing. Um, I never do blue light toward the end of the day. I tell all my clients at Spetland, like, what's your plan? When you go home, why? What does like? Is why? your plan to like go home and go to bed? Is blue. your plan blue is a stimulant? Oh my gosh! I thought blue was relaxing. No, blue is a stimulant. Okay. So I will tell people when when they're coming to Scotland at the end of the day, I'm like, "What's your plan?" Like when they're choosing their color, where are you going mm-hmm. after this? Are you going home? Is your intention to just kind of be restful and fall asleep? If so, go with green or red, um, um, but definitely don't choose blue at night. Whoa. No, that's totally like something I would, but I, we are using the blue blocker glasses and that Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that makes sense when I think about it, Mm -hmm. but people paint their room blue, you know, to be, feel more serene or something like that because they should be using green. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how the actual like visualization of a color works so much that, you know, then like when we're applying the actual like light frequencies. I'm conflating the, the two. The, yeah. And the light <laughs> frequencies are penetrating your body. That's a different okay. kind of effect. But that's there are people okay. that do believe that like just visualizing the colors has a certain beneficial effect. I don't know whether or not there's science to promote that, but the penetration- I think Joe Dispenza would probably say there is. <laughs> but the penetration of the wavelengths, mm-hmm. absolutely there is science that supports yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad we've differentiated that because yes. I was imagining those like one and the same, like the blue sky and water and all that. But yeah. I think there's something psychological there, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah. Um, I-, I uh, I, I love that we covered your transformative experiences. How has been, um, how has starting this business been for you? Cause you had not done something like this before, correct? No, it's been amazing. Um, I feel incredibly fortunate that I was able to do this and to really follow like a passion and something that I've always truly been genuinely interested in. I feel like not a lot of people kind of get that opportunity or have the support from someone to be like, do it. You can do this. Mm -hmm. Like, like you can make it happen. I've always been someone that like knew that if I put my mind to something, I could do it, but it's incredibly important to also have people around you that believe in you and that support you. So that's been kind of awesome. You know, I've got a very, very supportive husband who believes in me and has kind of helped me through the process. Mm -hmm. So that's been great, but it's also been such a um, profound way to like feel a part of the community and the people that I've met and the friendships that I've made through Sweatland and the people that come in, I really, like I tell any new employee, like when you work here, this is not just a job. Like this is not just a business where people come and go. Like I want everyone here to feel like they are part of our family, feel like they are part of our community. And I want to create like friendships. I mean, I've got girls that come in and they talk to Savannah and I or some of the other girls and they're like, can we like, 
go for drinks sometime? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Let's do it. And so we've made some like really amazing friendships with just some of the clients that are coming in and out. Well, I think I'm one of them. I mean, I came in and I was like, let's do a podcast. Cause I was like, I want to know her and she seems so cool. And like, I love the Aww, business so and sweet. all that. And I mean, I owned a clothing store here in Austin for five years and there's nothing like starting a business to really just sort of throw you into, yeah. into everything, not only the business aspect of it, but like this, the meeting people and feeling connected. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. And that's been really special because when we moved here five years ago, we moved here and we didn't know anyone. Why'd you move here? It's kind of a funny story, but we had had our son in New York. He was just about to turn one. And we kind of always knew that we wanted to have an experience outside of New York, but because of some of the businesses that my husband owns there, we'll always kind of have New York as a home to some Mm -hmm. degree. But both of us grew up in the Midwest. Both of us had that like kind of more wholesome family life where we lived on a street and we had a yard and you could ride a bicycle and all of those things. And I kind of was always thinking like, I don't ever envision like my son doing that on the streets of New York City. So I always wanted a home where like he could have that sort of experience. And the natural places for us was to like, you know, go go out somewhere on Long Island, like near the Hamptons or go to Miami or go to California, like all places where we had friends. My prerequisite was I had to have warm weather, nice temperature. Mm -hmm. And um, we just kind of were like talking about places and randomly on a Tuesday night, Harry was like, we should check out Austin. And I was like, okay, here it's cool. I've never been there. Let's do it. We came to Austin on a Friday. We ended up meeting with a realtor just to like check things out on a Saturday. And we were just kind of like, I'll take that one. I just kind of did it. That's the way you have to do it here too. Yeah. And so we did it certainly before like the big mad rush of everybody coming from Mm -hmm. New York and LA in the last couple of years. We were certainly, you know, preceded all of that. But it was one of those things where we came and initially... I was fortunate where my husband was like, okay, you've, we've got Bo, like your job was way too demanding on like your role in our family and wanted me to really um, be able to experience and enjoy being a mom. So he's like, take a little bit of time off, um, just be a mom, come back and forth with me. So we'll set up our house here in Austin. We'll go back and forth to New York, two weeks on, two weeks off. And it, it just kept happening where he'd be like, you're coming with, coming to New York with me this week. Right. And I'd be like, no, I think we're good. <laughs> good here. Yeah, I don't think Uh I need to go. And it just turned into this, like, we live here now. (laughs) That's so cool. I mean, it is such a great place. I'm such a fan. I've been here 30 years. We've like fallen so in love with it and like just sing its praises to everybody. And we just feel like we just stepped into like this wonderful life here. Now you've got a business here. And now we've got a business here. My husband has a business here. Yeah. So Uh, what's your big vision for this? Um, my big vision is to have more sweatlands. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind What's of the, the next big, step. big vision. The big, big vision. Do you have one? Um, honestly, I'd just be happy with a lot of sweatlands. Yeah. That's really my vision. I mean, I, I feel like this is something that I kind of want to do mm-hmm. for the long haul. I mean, I think everybody, when they have a big vision like this, their goal is to like have a company and sell it and make a lot of money. But like, I actually want to do this and I actually want to continue to do this. Mm-hmm. So if there's some portion of that one day, great. And we make money. I mean, that, yeah. that would just be a bonus, but I actually really do want to do this for the long term. Well, it changed your life. Yeah. So, you know, why wouldn't you want to change other people's lives with it too, right? right. And um, uh, do you train your staff really thoroughly in all of these 
pieces of information. Yes. And the reason why I think my approach is very much so that like, I want this to be a consultative approach. I want people to understand what these therapies do and why they're doing it Mm -hmm. and how it benefits them. Because I don't want it to just seem like any other place that somebody can go and just do a sauna. I want them to understand why they're doing it and the benefits. And so I I find it very important that my staff be able to understand and articulate that and really be able to have kind of a consultative um, approach with anybody that walks in. I can't say that everybody feels that comfortable with the knowledge. I certainly wish that everybody could, Mm -hmm. um, but we do our best. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm sure it's challenging to get that across too, because I don't think when I, I think your team or you, you know, offered me a chance to go experience it. And so I don't think I, I don't think I understood, you know, the difference. Mm -hmm. And so until I got there and talked to you and saw the place and saw the beds and all that, which I haven't done the beds yet, but I want to. And so, um, so that's really interesting because it's just something that comes with time, I'm sure, being more established. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like I, establish a relationship with my clients to the point where I do feel like I can lead them in the direction of trying different things. Like I had this cute guy that came in, um, just last week, he just kind of was walking by one day, like, uh, I don't know, he was probably in his mid forties. And he was like, I walk by here all the time. I want to try this. And I was like, all right, well, what are you looking to do? Like, what are you looking to get Mm -hmm. out of this? And he was like telling me about his life, telling me about his health stuff. I showed him the beds. He's like, I don't know. I'm kind of a big guy. I don't know. I don't know if I can fit in there. And I'm like, trust me, you can. My (laughs) husband's over six, three and he's a, looks like a linebacker and he fits in and he loves it. So you, and he was like, I'm, I just don't know if I'm ready to do this today. And I'm like, do the, do the cabanas. And I was like, I'm telling you, Mark, one of these days I'm going to get you to do it. And it was really cute because he's been coming in every day since then. He's been in for about a week. And then last week he was like, you know what, Kelly, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to try it. And I'm like, you're ready. I know you are. Let's do it. Put him in. And he walked out and he was like, whoa, that was a totally different experience. He's like, thanks so much for pushing me. He's like, thanks so much for like telling me that like I needed to try it. He's like, cause I probably wouldn't have done it unless you were like, you can do it. And so he did it and he was like, I loved it. I loved it. He's like, this is going to be my new thing. I'm going to like alternate. I'm going to do one one day and I'm going to do one the other day. And because they really are a different experience. Yes. He was like, it forced me to just like lay in stillness where in the other one, people will take like a book in or they'll watch TV, they'll watch Netflix or whatever. He's like, it was nice because it forced me to just lay there and be calm and still. And he also recognized that it was more of a cardiovascular challenge. And he was like, I was looking at the timer on the wall being like, oh boy, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? It's more of a, um, it's more of like a challenge on your body. Yeah. And a lot of my clients love like that mental challenge that goes along with like, can I get through the 30 minutes? Can I get through the 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. You included probably. Yeah, included. Yeah. Oh, there are days where I'm like, I got to push it down. Like can't make it today. And then there are days where I like, I'm, I'm back and forth, like bringing wow. it up and bringing it down. And there are days where I sit in there and I zone out and I'm like, Oh, I'm done. 30 minutes already <laughs> went by. <laughs> Woo, did that. Well, so. I imagine too, that relationship is, um, 
magnified or uplifted by the fact that you have a medical background, yeah. that you have this training and this knowledge. I mean, yeah. that's comforting because people can feel like, oh, I'm in good hands. Yeah, for sure. And I try to always tell people that, you know, I tell, I share my own experience all the time. Um, so people know that like, this isn't just a business for me. Like this is something that's like truly helped me. And I also, like I said, I, I really want people to understand the why and the how it works. And so I really do take the time to explain things to people because mm -hmm. I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel like the choice that they're making to do this comes with a reason. Yeah. So yeah, like it, it really means something and yeah. it really matters. And I, I noticed that difference because I hadn't really experienced that. And, and I actually had never even jumped into understanding it and knowing about it, you know, and, and I don't know why, except I went in there. That yeah. was the difference. So I think that probably speaks a lot to what you're building. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Because it's been, um, I'm ready to go, you know, like I, I want to, um, like today. <laughs> well, come on over. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're right at about an hour. And so I wanted to turn it over to you. Is there anything that you want to reiterate around, around this or anything that you came today and were like, I really, really, really want to want people to know this certain thing, or is, is there anything that's just on your heart that you'd like to share before, before we wrap up? Not, not anything specific about this. I just think that I wished more people took the time to actually learn about alternative things. Mm -hmm. I think that it's unfortunate, and I do know this from a, from being in medicine, that you know a lot of doctors don't promote alternative things to health. And I know specifically, you know, when I had all this nerve pain in my leg after my surgeries, like they were just like, oh yeah, that's just you're just going to have to deal with that. And unfortunately, there are things you can do if you take it upon yourself to learn. You can do things like acupuncture. You can do things like infrared. You can do things like red light. And if we all just took the extra time to learn about other things that we might be able to do, talk to your friends, ask them what they're doing. Um, I think that there's just a lot of information out there that your doctor is not going to necessarily promote. Yeah, don't accept don't accept yeah. just you're going to have to live with that pain. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Like, no, no. Yeah. And you're living proof that you don't have to, Yeah. that we can find ways and just to keep at it. Yeah. Right. Keep For trying, sure. keep trying. Yeah. So I listen to, um, a podcast a lot while I'm driving in my car, um, on Cirrus radio. Mm -hmm. Um, it's called the doctor radio show. It's okay. actually a lot of my old colleagues from NYU that I used oh, to work cool. with. And one of the things that they talk about is like so many doctors out there, like hate Google. They hate that. Like their patients will come in and act like they know a lot of stuff and that it's like unfortunate that the doctor then has to like, you know, deal with the fact that their patients are coming in really educated. Uh, but these, these guys are always like, we love when our patients come in with, with like information and we can come with like a collaborative approach to like, let's think about how we can kind of put all these therapeutic modalities together and get your best possible outcome. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of doctors actually appreciate that. No. And they're not, like you said, looking at the whole picture, yeah. you know, that's this almost negligence of like looking at the whole person, like, how are you sleeping? And, yeah. you know, tell me about these other things going on in your life. Yeah. And really like you even asking somebody that walks in, like, what are you focused on? Cause I think a lot of people would walk in there and think like, I don't know what this does, but instead you're flipping it around and saying, 
tell me exactly what's going on with yeah. you. How we can Well, help. I think most people think of coming to an infrared sauna primarily for like the detox. Yeah. And for um, the, the sweat that mm-hmm. it would help them, you know, like burn calories and lose weight. But it's so much more beyond that. Yeah. So it's, I feel like it's really my role to help people understand all of the other pieces. Yeah. All of the other benefits. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I love that, that it shows completely and Thank you're you. glowing and I'm, I'm sold completely. Like I, <laughs> I can't wait to do more of it. So, uh, Please. anyway, I'm just so excited and I want to share how everyone can find you. And you know, if they're in Austin, go check out Sweatland because yeah. you're at thesweatland.com yep. or at the sweatland on Instagram as Correct. well. Right. Yeah. And if people want to find you, it's Kelly B. Callian. Yep. K-A-L. Y-A-N. Mm-hmm. K-E-L-L-Y. And, uh, and that's on Instagram. Correct. So I would recommend everybody go checking it out. And um, and just thank you so much. Thank you for yeah. sharing all this knowledge. Is there anything we missed? Anything else I to add? I don't think so. I, I feel think like we, we covered it. I hope so. Yeah. If you think of anything else, though, let me know. And I'll be sure and share it in the show notes or anything else that I can add, you know, anything that else, else that we can share. Because... Um, this just seems like such a powerful yeah. thing. And and if you are local here in Austin, we offer for any new client that's never been a special introductory rate, they can do $35 for their first visit. Nice. Um, or a month unlimited for $189. Oh, okay. So, Maybe that's what I need to do. Yeah. I need to do a month unlimited. And, and then like when this comes out, I'll be able to talk about like yeah. my effects or something. Of course. That's a really good idea. Yes. Well, thank you, Kelly. Thanks for making the time to come today thank and you. to record this. I'm so excited and so appreciative of what you're building and and all that you're putting out. Thank you, Amy. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. And you're a glowing example of your own uh, business and health. You're too sweet. (laughs) No, it's true. Anybody (laughs) that looks at you, absolutely. So thank you so much, everyone. Please follow them. Check the show notes. Everything's in the show notes, including I'll put a link to maybe that first month discount in case anybody wants to come. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a really, really good deal. And so I just want to thank everyone that came and was here today and listened to this because I know I learned so much and in it, um, it is so interesting to me of different ways that we can help ourselves be our best selves. So thank you so much. That's what we're all about here. That's what I'm all about and trying to help us all raise up, right? The rising tide lifts all ships. So thank you so much for being here. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, all those things. You can subscribe to my newsletter as well at amyedwards.com. And I'm so excited because I have some courses launching really soon. So follow me on Instagram for more on that at realamyedwards. So thank you so much for being here. Subscribe to the show and I love you so much. Keep Keep going, keep growing, keep that growth mindset. Don't take no for an answer, right? Right. I love you. Bye. This has been the Amy Edwards Show from Overcome Studios. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for being here. Sign up for our newsletter at amyedwards.com.